Hello, inquisitive minds from every corner of the world. Welcome back to the captivating quiz podcast, The 20 Questions. We're delighted to present our sixth episode, and this time we're here to challenge your intellect with a riveting general knowledge quiz. So get ready to ignite your curiosity, test your memory, and explore the depths of knowledge in this extraordinary quiz. As we embark on another journey of discovery, a special note, as you can probably hear, I'm not feeling too well. I've got a viral infection, but the passion for knowledge and the excitement to engage with you is unwavering. So I ask you to just be patient with me. For those of you who are new to 20 Questions, this is how the game unfolds. You will face a series of 20 thought-provoking questions, each one building on the last, and the challenge will gradually intensify. From historical mysteries to scientific wonders, each question will push the boundaries of your understanding. To level the playing field, each question will be read twice, allowing you to absorb the essence before the timer starts to tick. But remember, you've got a mere 10 seconds to provide the correct answer. A single incorrect response and it's game over. So are you ready for the challenge? Can you conquer all 20? So without much further ado, let the countdown begin. May your answers be sharp as your intellect, your knowledge expansive and your empathy for the host situation, please, quite generous. Best of luck on your quest to defeat 20 questions. Okay, we start easy and we get harder as we go along. Question number one is this. How many vowels are there in the English alphabet? How many vowels are there in the English alphabet? Five, four, three, two, one. There are five vowels in the English alphabet. Question number two. How many sides has a heptagon? How many sides has a heptagon? Five, four, three, two, one. A heptagon has seven sides. Seven being the right answer. Question number three is this. The characters Mrs. White and Colonel Mustard appear in the standard British version of which board game? The characters Mrs. White and Colonel Mustard appear in the standard British version of which board game? Five, four, three, two, one. The characters Mrs. White and Colonel Mustard appear in the standard British version of the board game Cluedo, known as Clue in North America. Three down, a long way to go. Question number four. In which country does the wine Rioja originate? In which country does the wine Rioja originate? Five, four, three, two, one. The wine region of Rioja originates in Spain. 
Spain the right answer. Rioja is one of the most famous and well-regarded wine regions in the country. It is known for producing both red and white wines, with red wines often being made from the Tampranillo grape variety. Moving on to films, question number five. Which character was played by Alan Rickman in the Harry Potter series of films? Which character was played by Alan Rickman in the Harry Potter series of films? Five, four, three, two, one. Alan Rickman portrayed the character Severus Snape in the Harry Potter film series. Severus Snape is a complex and central character in the series, serving as a potions master and a professor of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Question number six. What was the name of the sword in the stone in Arthurian legend? What was the name of the sword in the stone in Arthurian legend? Five, four, three, two, one. In Arthurian legend, the sword in the stone is known as Excalibur. It's the sword that symbolizes the rightful authority and becomes a key element in various tales of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Moving on to question seven. Can you tell me, please, which creatures live in a formicary? Which creatures live in a formicary? Five, four, three, two, one. A formicary is a term used to describe a habitat or dwelling of ants. It's a structure created by ants to house their colony and can range from simple underground chambers to more elaborate systems with tunnels, chambers for food storage and areas for rearing their young. We're a third of the way through this quiz. The sixth episode of 20 questions. Question number eight, we move on from nature to science. What is the chemical symbol for lead? What is the chemical symbol for lead? Five, four, three, two, one. The chemical symbol for lead is PB. It comes from the Latin word plumbum, which is where the symbol PB is derived. Lead, the heavy metal element with the atomic number 82, and is known for its various applications in history, including being used for plumbing, batteries, and various industrial purposes. Science to geography. What is the capital city of the Bahamas? What is the capital city of the Bahamas? Five, four, three, two, one. The capital of the Bahamas is Nassau. It is located on the island of New Providence and is the largest city in the country. 
Nassau is a major economic and cultural hub of the Bahamas and serves as a popular tourist destination. Move on to question 10, the halfway mark on the human body. Where in the human body would you find the labyrinth? Where in the human body would you find the labyrinth? Five, four, three, two, one. The labyrinth in the human body refers to the intricate structure of the inner ear, specifically the inner ear's bony and membranous labyrinth. The inner ear is responsible for hearing and balance, and its labyrinth structures play a crucial role in these functions. I should know I've been suffering from it this week. Question 11. Who wrote the novel The Godfather on which the award-winning movie was based? Who wrote the novel The Godfather on which the award-winning movie was based? Five, four, three, two, one. The novel The Godfather was written by Mario Puzo. The book was published in 1969 and served as the basis for the highly acclaimed film of the same name directed by Francis Ford Coppola, which was released in 1972. Question 12. To nature, what name is given to the young of a beaver? What name is given to the young of a beaver? Five, four, three, two, one. The young of a beaver are called kits, or sometimes kittens. Kits or kittens is the right answer. Question 13. Of what is hippophobia the irrational fear? Of what is hippophobia the irrational fear? Five, four, three, two, one. Did some of you fall into the trap here? And thought it was too obvious that there's going to be hippopotamuses. You would be completely wrong. You've got to go back to your Latin. Hippo means horse. Hippophobia is the irrational fear of horses. And incidentally, hippopotamus is Latin for river horse. Question 14. We're moving on now to mythology. Who killed the snake-haired Gorgon Medusa? In Greek mythology, who killed the snake-haired Gorgon Medusa? Five, four, three, two, one. In Greek mythology, the hero Perseus is known for killing the snake-haired Gorgon Medusa Perseus, aided by gifts from the gods, including a mirrored shield from Athena and winged sandals from Hermes, managed to cut off Medusa's head while looking at her reflection in the shield to avoid being turned to stone by her gaze. The severed head of Medusa was later used as a weapon against foes. We have six questions left. Question number 15 of 20 is this. What is the highest denomination of Scottish banknote in general circulation? What is the highest 
denomination of Scottish banknote in general circulation. Five, four, three, two, one. It's something I've never seen before, but they do get handed out. The highest denomination of Scottish banknote in general circulation is the £100 note, and it is issued by various Scottish banks. We have five questions left. Testing your knowledge on cars, agriculture, movies, Shakespeare, and US presidents. That is all stands between you and defeating 20 questions if you've got the previous 15 right. Question 16. In which German city would you find the headquarters of the BMW car company? In which German city would you find the headquarters of the BMW car company? Five, four, three, two, one. The headquarters of the BMW car company is located in Munich, Germany. Munich is not only the capital city of the German state of Bavaria, but also serves as a major hub for various industries, including the automotive sector, with BMW being one of the prominent companies based there. A fantastic city, if you ever have the chance to go. Four left. Question 17 or 20. In agriculture, what is a bellwether? In agriculture, what is a bellwether? Five, four, three, two, one. In agriculture, a bellwether refers to a term borrowed from the world of sheep husbandry. A bellwether is a sheep that leads the flock. It's a sheep is the right answer, often wearing a bell around its neck. The sound of the bell leads shepherds and farmers to keep track of the flock's movement and direction. The term has also been used metaphorically to describe a trendsetter or indicator within a particular field. Three to go. Classic movies. Question 18. What is the name of Shark Fisher? Quince boat in the movie Jaws. What is the name of Shark Fisher Quince boat in the movie Jaws? Five, four, three, two, one. In the movie Jaws, the name of Quince boat is the Orca. The Orca is a fishing vessel that Quint, played by Robert Shaw, uses in his pursuit of the great white shark that terrorizes the fictional town of Amity Island. The boat's name is a reference to the real-life killer whale species. Question 19, the penultimate question on this edition of 20 questions, and involves Shakespeare. In which of Shakespeare's plays is St. Valentine's Day mentioned? In which of Shakespeare's plays is St. Valentine's Day mentioned? Five, four, three, two, 
St. Valentine's Day is mentioned in William Shakespeare's play, Hamlet. In Act 4, Scene 5, Ophelia, who has gone mad, sings a song that includes a reference to St. Valentine's Day. It goes, Tomorrow is St. Valentine's Day. All in the morning be time, and I am made at your window to be your valentine. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and dubbed the chamber door, letting the maid, that outer maid, never departed more. This reference to St. Valentine's Day is part of Ophelia's fragmented and symbolic speech as she sings about love and loss. I started this quiz saying I wasn't well and I'm going to end with a question about a president that died by not being well. The final question of 20 questions is this. Which American president died in 1841 as a result of catching a cold during his inaugural address. Which American president died in 1841 as a result of catching a cold during his inaugural address? Five, four, three, two, one. The American president who died in 1841 as a result of catching a cold during his inaugural address was William Henry Harrison. Did you get that right? William Henry Harrison. He became the ninth president of the United States and served the shortest term in US presidential history as he died on April the 4th, 1841, just 32 days after taking office. It is believed that his exposure to the cold weather during his lengthy inauguration speech contributed to his illness and subsequent death. And that concludes 20 questions. How did you do this week? Let me know on Twitter if you can, at 20 questions quiz, or drop me an email. 20questionsquiz at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you wherever you are in the world. We have listeners now in Israel, in Nairobi in Kenya, Australia, Japan, all over India, plenty of you listening in India, South Africa too, across the USA and right here in the UK. That concludes 20 questions general knowledge, just to remind you, the sport quiz that a lot of you enjoy takes place on Saturdays. We had a Premier League special last week that many of you really enjoyed. And of course, our music quiz takes place on Tuesdays. I do hope you can join us for then. Just search 20 questions quiz wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for your company. It has been a toil, but something I still enjoy doing. From me, Johnny Bryan, I'm going back to bed. See you soon. Bye for now.